Okay. Wow, this is weird feeling. You gonna try to talk through the? Yeah, mask? it's it's showing up fine. Let's see. Hello, hello, hello. You sound fine. Yeah, it looks fine. I think the paper one wasn't as good as the cloth. The cloth yeah. is just like an extra pop filter at this point, you know. So it's just yeah. gonna dampen my voice a bit, but I think it'll be fine in the just end. Just got one layer of cloth. Yeah. Yeah, because when I was wearing bandanas at Juiceland, it was like I could we couldn't hear each other, could barely breathe through the damn things. I just I gotta get a real mask or something, but. Yeah, so fun fact, this mask, um this mask came from I was I was like on Instagram on mm-hmm. as we all are it seems or a lot of people who are um mm-hmm. and my friend sent me a link and she was like, "Hey, check it out." And uh there's this Littles site that sells like diapers and onesies and like pacifiers and, you know, cute shit, right? Mhm. But they uh, they were like, hey guys, we're giving we're selling slash giving away free masks because mm-hmm. they have a bunch of cute cloth prints, yeah. right? And so they were like, uh, and so it was like, yeah, you know, everybody gets one free mask. If you want one, just send us your address and we'll ship it to you. Yeah. And so That's I got nice. two. I got two. I got one for free and paid for one too, just to like you know support. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my mask yeah. came from an ABDL site. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, oh, where'd you get your mask? Oh, you know, just a uh, friend sent it to me on a website. Local found it, uh, heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Local heroes, indeed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I hadn't even thought about trying to get a mask until like a week ago. So, you know, I guess I could do some research and find something, but. You can do it. I think it's sexy. I mean, honestly, it's like a, it's so kinky and I love it. Yeah. And we're all cosplaying as ninjas right now. Fuck that. I, I love the medical aspect the of medical, it. I mean, yeah, I think it's it so that hot way. that it's like, yeah, we're like, I mean, it really plays into my sci-fi dystopian fantasies, like all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. It's super hot. Yeah. I tweeted the other day that I'm happy everyone's wearing face masks now. So I don't have to look at everyone's resting bitch faces anymore. <laughs> I know. I was trying to, I was, uh, I was at a liquor store mm-hmm. uh, and we were doing like a big grocery run one day and getting mm-hmm. all our shit done. And I was there wearing the mask and I'm sitting there and like, there's like a lady, you know, there's rows of checkout mm-hmm. and I was at one and the, there's the girl checking people out at the one that I was facing behind, kind of behind the lady checking me out. We make eye contact and she didn't have a mask on and I did and mm-hmm. I smiled and then I realized like, oh fuck, you can't, you can't see you me smile. with your eyes though. I know, but I have, to, I've been like really leaning into the eyebrows, yeah. like being, becoming Jack Black over here. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's good for, yeah, face He's work. been practicing for this for years, yeah. like great at communicating via eyebrow. Yeah, really healthy exercises for us all to learn to be more communicative with our eyes. That's good. Maybe we'll all come out of this smiling bigger if we all learn to like. Yeah, yeah. Smile with our eyes more. I mean, some sense. people have some dead eyes. You like, yeah, you yeah. like look in their eyes. And you're like, what is nothing that's mm-hmm. going on? Or I don't want to know what it is. You know, <laughs> <laughs> nothing good. If no, anything. nothing yeah. positive. Yeah. Well, and you know, yeah. When I'm seeing people out in the world, it's like a lot of people are being extra kind and and wonderful. But then there's some people who are just being such assholes. And it, it is that thing of like, you know, when we're all taking walks out in the neighborhood. You can still smile at each other from across the street and wave and say howdy. Show a bit of solidarity. Yeah, we don't need to treat each other like we're, you know, diseased. We're lepers. Don't don't even look at me. I mean, get the fuck away.
away from me. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I've struggled like socially, you know, I can be kind of anxious and if I'm in a good mood, then it can be very easy for me to, or it can be easier for me to say, Hey, to people as I, you know, pass them on the street in life. Um, but on a, it's hard sometimes, you know, you're like, is the other person going to say hi? Are we just not going to make eye contact at all? What are we going to do here? And I just developed a rule for myself yesterday, just, you know, taking a run in the neighborhood. And, you know, again, it's like I'm, I'm giving people 15 plus feet of space. I'm not trying Every to get time. any. Yeah, I'm not trying to get any. But my the people who like, just aren't doing it, it's like, are you a fucking like, have you just on here? Like, you know, you've I know you've heard six feet. It's fucking everywhere. You can't not hear it. It's yeah. like you're just intentionally not going to scooch. Yeah, you're not going to give it a little sm- smidge. Yeah, it's strange, <clears throat> but yeah, I just have this thing now where I'm like, I'm going to say howdy to everybody I pass, everybody, yeah. and um, it's maybe fifty fifty on people who are like responding positively or people who are like looking away, and I'm like, that's on them. Bitch, I don't still care. People we don't want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if they, that's how they feel about this, it's like okay, but you know, it whether it's a mom with a stroller or a dad with a stroller or a couple or someone taking in like a fuck ton of groceries, I just it was just like. Hey. Some pe- yeah. Hey, howdy. Just smile and say howdy and just. It goes a long way. And howdy's mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it might not play everywhere, but no, I like howdy. Howdy's good. I stole that from Katie, my most recent ex wife, um, because, and I stole a lot of things like that from her because it's really effective because you can't think of, you can't like interpret ill will from someone who's smiling and saying it's howdy. It's hard to say howdy intimidatingly yeah. or like as a bitch. Howdy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, howdy. 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 Yeah, sarcastic howdies don't Sorry. happen in nature. No, they don't. <laughs> no. So. I mean, I've ha- I, you can get a curt howdy where it's like, yeah. howdy. Howdy. Yeah. But still, it's or like. like a wary howdy kind of, yeah, like, howdy. Howdy. Yeah, but it's not one that it's anger like, translates howdy. into easily. It's, yeah, and it's easy to, sm- if you're smart, howdy. You know, you kind of go up like that a little bit and just, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Because I really, because it is important in these times for us. It would be nice if culturally we could all actually come together in this way with a shared, you know, hard experience. Well, it's just, just going to be bad. We might as well like try and move in a yeah, good direction really. with it, right? Right, exactly. And so it's like, <laughs> let's all remember to try extra hard um, to be kind and nice and sociable so that we. Also, let's all learn some emotional communication. Yeah. Which, if you're playing your game right, will end up facilitating facilitating more orgies you know if everybody's able to honestly and openly communicate there will be more group sex happening yeah we need and everyone's gonna want a lot of group sex after this just think dude people are gonna be fucking Mm -hmm. oh my god like there people there is like hasn't people are like it's wild there's not been a baby boom during this it's like it's not happening during as soon as like people are able to go on like irl face-to-face dates again as soon Mm -hmm. as bars and clubs are open Mm -hmm. again Fucking in the yeah, streets. Yeah, fucking in the streets, exactly. I'm getting my dick sucked in a bathroom for sure. Yeah. Well, 100% like going to like make out and like get my dicks or suck someone's dick in a bathroom. Right. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. 
Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about like hooking up and things, you know, not just the, because of the virus, but just always, always and in general. But um, yeah. the virus in particular is like brought made me think a lot about like how I, I I hope as you know one positive side effect of this is that people are better about talking about STDs to with mm, each other. Yeah, because like you know when you're going to at least for me, I don't know how everybody else is. I don't I haven't seen anybody really like I come over here to record like mm-hmm. once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, other than that, I'm fucking in the, the home, like Alexis's home where we're staying. And, uh, you know, I'm like just now starting to break out and like, be like, okay, I've like quarantined intensely for a while. I've like been symptom free for a while. And like, uh, you know, I'm going to now start like looking for like friends who I know who've only been with like one other person, kind of how I yeah. have and have like, you can slightly broaden your isolation pool. Yeah. That's what I'm starting to do. But in doing that, like those conversations have been more explicit than like most like STD conversations yeah. I've had, which is like, fucked Who's, up. who have you been having contact with? Yeah. It's like, yeah. who have you, and, and in what way, and what's your realistic yeah. risk right now? Right. right. So I've, I've like made plans to go see this dude. That's the dude that, uh, I did all the kinky shit with last time um i'm just gonna call him daddy i think okay, yeah daddy okay you're gonna go see daddy yeah because like at least this i mean i do call him master and uh sir sometimes but mm-hmm. like I, I like daddy best it's yeah. personally my favorite but like so we're gonna see each other today right uh-huh. um and you know it, just through like extensive talking and conversation like I was just like, yo, like, can you tell me, like, what your exposure's been and, like, what your, like, daily routine's been like? And, like, the detailed text I got back of, like, like, here are the people that I've come in contact with. Here's, like, how I've done it. Here might be their relative risk factors. Like, you know, like, people are creating this, like, knowledge network of, of, like, the people around them and their potential exposures. And, like, honestly communicating that. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a great practice for, like, talking about STDs. At least if you're out there, you know, fucking not on prep and raw dogging it every time or whatever. Right. Which some people are, but yeah, I saw that actually on sniffies, someone specifically in their profile saying raw, I don't think raw bottom. And I'm like, God damn. <laughs> the fucking, you may as well you know what? You may as well not use a condom Look, at this if point. Anybody's I guess. gonna survive Get this, an STD it's the raw and, bottoms. <laughs> like yeah, they the, worked up an immunity, I it turns know. out. What if it turns out that the raw dog and gays have uh, gotten immunity to the corona because of all it that? It would be the biggest, best irony in the world. Everyone would be like, This immune. is God's wrath. Is like, is it? Because I'm somehow immune. Yeah. God's <laughs> wrath has been pointed to someone besides the gays this time. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I hope it people talk about STDs better. It was wild yeah. uh, and you know i've like have been keeping like a detailed like list and record of like how and where i've come into like exposure uh-huh. like or potentially and like yeah. you know just having to be wow. real and like tell someone that be like yeah this might fuck up me getting to get the shit fucked out of me but like yeah yeah but i mean there's also it's just easier to talk about um just life in general for a lot of people it's the sex part that i think you know because this we don't have to even talk about sex that much most of the time when we're talking about our exposure effects exposure right now but 
you know, normally if you're talking about STDs, you're talking yeah. about who all and how Well, and all there's such fucked. a stigma attached right. to like, well, if you got one, clearly you did something wrong. Right. Whereas right now it's not as much stigma. I mean, there's, there'd be stigma if you find out someone is on sniffies and you're like, you've been hooking up yeah, with strangers it, like, every day. Yeah, like if you were like Come being on. straight up irresponsible or, 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 where it's or like you're even. still going out yeah, not and even partying sniffies, every but night just, and like, going to your friends and your friends are all having backyard parties. Yeah, there's some like, warehouse parties going on. Yeah. There's some raves that are going on like highly illegally amongst the young. Like, if it turns out that you're doing that, you know, yeah. there should be some stigma, but I don't know. Do you th- I mean, I think, I think people are taking it. No, there's some, I mean, I was so, talking to my sister and she's telling me about, you know, people like in New Orleans and well, like people are like yeah. still fucking like partying. Like it's like normal, you know, it's spring break. This is hitting in the middle of spring break. So like. There are a lot of like dumb college kids out there that are just like fucking going to town, having a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> children are killing everyone. It's it, pretty, it, yeah. I it's know. It's really funny. It's like, well, maybe y'all should have trickled down some of that money if you didn't want us to kill you. Um, but again, a lot of poor old people are dying. So that's not. Yeah. Yeah, not enough of the rich old people have died. It's like, how how have we not lost at least one of these Because healthcare. Politicians. Duh. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. Can I, uh, so I am going to go see Daddy, mm-hmm. and I'm really fucking excited about it, but can I read you um, a couple messages between us? Of course. That's just like us just letting me preview what's about to happen to me. Oh, boy. I'm so excited. <laughs> Okay, so this this is what I sent because I was like I woke up one morning and I was like, hey, I have a scene idea because mm-hmm. we had made plans to kind of like get together, okay, but hadn't like really scripted anything out yet or like mm-hmm. come up with anything, which we've started doing now. Like before we come over, there's usually an idea about right, of what's going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and so I'm like, so the I, the idea behind it is your daddy and I'm your little girl, parentheses as if that aren't weren't already kind of true lol <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm coming to visit you for the day because you and mommy don't get along and or live together anymore but you two talk and she lets you handle the disciplining when i act up well it just so happens <laughs> just that save up the discipline for the weekend with daddy that's great <laughs> when you visit your when your father has custody next weekend <laughs> yeah. you're really gonna pay for everything you you've accrue. been do- yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh the parental math on that is perfect Uh, It's so good. Well, it just so happens that even though schools are closed, I haven't been listening to mommy during homeschooling times and generally have been a brat to her during the quarantine. Oh, you brat mommy and get punished by daddy. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So I show up to your house thinking I'm getting away for a fun weekend only to be punished for my behavior. Yes. Oh my God, you show up in like your dungeon master, you know, all of a sudden he goes into that zone and you're like, oh God. Yeah. Okay. And I say, the specific sequence of punishments, I'm fine leaving up to you, but broadly, I'd prefer one, impact play with paddles, a cane, or whatever. Step two, butt plug insertion. Step three, more impact play with the flogger, my favorite, a thick rubber thing that he hit me with. I don't know what it's called, but it's just like a rubber, thick rubber flimsy stick. Okay. It's great. Um you know, and then like uh, he has a big bundle of sticks. I forget the official name for it, but it's like a bunch of like little sticks all tied together that he like f- hits you isn't with. Isn't that like a faggot? I mean, technically, it is a faggot. <laughs> beat me with that he's faggot, beating, but it has like he's a re- beating a faggot with a faggot. It's perfect. Um, and then I don't know. 
um, you know, whatever. And then uh, said, step four, use the fucking machine on me while I have to suck your dick. Because he has like a fucking machine. machine. And I said, step five, you fuck me. And then, and ideally, I'd be bent over the bed, but I'm open to whatever position slash restraint configurations you're feeling. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is a good... This will take Do you some want time. him to be like stern or like mad or like he just takes delight in punishing you? What's I'm kind of open. I don't know. He has a very particular flavor of Dami. Okay. And we've never really done the daddy thing before. Mm-hmm. I even though I've called him daddy in the middle mm-hmm. of the scenes, like I've said, um I've never we never like scripted a thing out specifically for like the daddy. And so like I don't know. But the thing is, is like, I'm into a broad range of daddies and I know I like his Dom style. And so what I'm thinking is like, he, it's going to be a bit more, he's a bit sadistic, which I like, like he does actually get off on the pain. It's not just a dominance thing for him, which is important for me because I am actually masochistic, right? Like more masochistic than submissive, really. Interesting. Um, but even though I'm submissive, it's just like, I really like being hurt. Yeah. Um, and That's which is why I'm to think of, yeah. also kind of bratty in a lot of ways is because, uh, you know, I'm more masochistic than submissive, whatever. Masochistic dominant. Yeah. Um, so then he sends, sends back and he was like, well, he's like super down for that. M- number four, the fucking machine may be difficult to accomplish because he's like, it's not the best made fucking machine. So like, I need to get something to anchor it down. Cause like, when it gets going, like the base, the base wobbly. can like move it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> like you need to get some sandbags, like for a sniper yeah. or something to put on your fucking machine. <laughs> sandbags are not a bad look. I know. Um, That's very, you can go medieval or army or anything with that. Yeah. But he did. But the, then, you know, this is what I love is like, he always, it's like, I like being in a scene or like fucking somebody who has an idea of what they want and like are down to do what you want, but yeah. also like, you know, it's like, hey, can we it's also input. do this? Because uh-huh. that's that's what makes it more fun, right? Yeah. It's like when you, it's not just about you. Like when you're yeah. doing, having this whole like configuration of things that like is getting you both off. And he was like, assuming you're wanting verbal play to reinforce that scene. Uh, if that's the case, would your misbehavior, uh, could your misbehavior relate to a little, fuck, I cannot talk right now. It's these contacts are hard to read in. Oh, I know. Ugh. Could your misbehavior relate to you being a little slut and sneaking off to boy's house despite what mommy says? Or are you wanting to be younger than that? <laughs> oh, my God. Or can it be both? You're so, I know. I was like, you're so good. <laughs> I'm a six-year-old. Let's <laughs> 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 with a bottle. <laughs> Seven minutes in heaven. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, yo, yeah, that's 100% what my misbehavior can like also really relate to. Um, You've been slutting it up, whoring it out. Yeah, and like I like the idea of sneaking the out of the house against mommy's wishes and mm-hmm. shit. And like, uh, and also I just love that like, I like that that's clearly like, he's like, hey, here's the thing that I think would be hot. But like, if your idea already is coming from the f- a place where you're younger than that, totally fine with that too. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you are... What a gem. What a gem of a human being. Seriously. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to keep you around. Yeah. Um, He's so good. He sent me, he sent me a picture of all of his sex toys laid out, but Uh it was laid out to where like it made like a smiling winky face that's giving me the finger. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck, that is like one of the like snarkiest, hottest (laughs) things ever. It's just like, (laughs) I want you to use them all on me. (laughs) Um, oh. wait, so what age would you say you're going to be? 
tomorrow, I think I'm, or tonight, I think I'm aiming for like uh, 12. 12-ish. 12, 12 to like 14. So you've been sexually, ex- exp- you know, you're at an age of, of puberty now, so you're like sexually exploring and or Yeah, I'm sneaking out of the house up. and I'm so like disobeying been, mom and yeah. I'm like, and dad. It's daddy's. not a ridiculous age to imagine that you are being bad yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That 12 to 14, I think it's like a ripe age range to play in. Uh-huh. Rebellious child. Yeah. Rebellious teen preteen and you're still a kid so like you think you're smart but you're not actually that smart you're so dumb (laughs) some of the worst ages for everyone yeah and and, and, but i like that because like it's hard for me to really like i I, even though i can fantasize about being younger it's hard for me to actually like mentally get there in person yeah because my it's so hard to turn my brain off and so like that age allows me to like still have my brain on and so i can like try and quit back but know i'm in a situation where i'm always gonna lose yeah you know interesting but i don't feel like i'm breaking care because I'm having fully formed thoughts in my head. Like if mm-hmm. I'm trying to be six, I'm thinking like... A, you got to speak you know, and, and kid talk in your voice. Yeah. In your head. You're like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how children sound. I hate them. <laughs> That's the thing. This is so easy well, to do because I don't like kids. Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah, it'd be fun though to play a six-year-old in a, in a little play. Yeah. Sex or no? You know, just, <laughs> just well, it's like I'm playing a ten year old boy. Be, can like, I, can I we do like, a play of Oliver Twist? Can you play Oliver? Totally. There you go. There's a little boy for you. Yeah, I should. That's why. Yeah, like get into musicals. It's that, you know, you can play a little kid as an adult. Uh, I'm just. It's so. You know, this is a new, not a new thing, but it's like a thing that's like newer for me. Where I'm just. Uh, I like the waiting throughout the day for a thing to happen, like a sex Mm -hmm. thing like this. Like, you know, I haven't had like a, like like when you're dating somebody and you know, and you're going to see them later on that night, you just kind of assume like, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we won't, but maybe we will. Right. Mm -hmm. But then like with this, it's like, Like, we only see what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah. It's all, all the only reason we see each other. And so it's always scheduled and planned. And so it's kind of always just like, it's just I have, but I haven't done that in a while. Where I'm like, oh man, yeah, you the, get to enjoy the anticipation, the tension leading up to well, that. Well, the psychologists have done the studies, and it turns out we like anticipation better than we like the the act itself, or the vacation, or the what have you. So much of the time, I mean, so uh, it's nice to have like yeah, real anticipation. Just like yeah, if you are sure you're going on vacation tomorrow or the next day, you know, and or, or Christmas is happening, like. Yeah, those are. It's nice to be like to really enjoy the anticipation. Get out your advent calendar for the hours before this guy is your daddy. Ah, uh, yeah, that I should. I want to have a kinky advent, advent calendar. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, my god, it, like idea. if you did that, but like you're, you know, you see each other once a month, but the daddy like fills each day with a uh-huh. different thing you have to do to yourself you to go. prepare. Some good daddy homework. <gasps> okay, so during the coronavirus, oh while god. other people are making masks, we start making kinky advent, advent calendars. calendars. <laughs> people uh. need that too. <laughs> We should because make especially because people could pe- people who have met online are like can't wait to fuck each other or who have just been fucking but not, you know what I mean and you're like distancing yeah. it and you're waiting for the virus thing to be uh, lifted. We then, can come up with like a list of like 180 yeah. options you can pre-fill in like yeah, the calendar. We'll fill to make it and your send it. Person do mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great idea. When we taught my mom. We were zooming as a family. With, uh, well, just my sister, my parents, and my sister's kid, my niece. Um, some of my brothers are either not invited or don't show up. But we taught my parents that, like, saying, like, a, a soft yes or a hard yes. or And then I'm like, you know, as opposed to, like, 
And then people will say like a hard no or a soft no. Like what is a soft no? Yeah. Like playing with that. A hard it's maybe. Like it's a, a definite hard maybe. maybe. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. But just like the, the my parents just didn't have a concept of how you would play around with language that way. Like that that, that yeah. was a thing. That's you know wild. I mean? Yeah, it was just fun to be like they didn't. Yeah, my mom was like, "What a hard no versus a soft." Anyway, that's fun. <laughs> Oh, I because I just was thinking during that conversation, like I wanted to kind of bring up like sexual, you know, like hard yeses and noes, like because that's where my mind went is that kind of like red, orange, uh, or red, yellow, green system of like it's just red and yellow, but for me, but you can make up your own system. Well, like a green light is stuff you're definitely into sexually, and then oh, I use red and yellow for safe words. Right, because yeah, that's what yellow is. Well, you don't really have to say green. It's just that you're in a natural. Your default is a state of green, and then every now and then you have to go to yellow or red. Okay, it's like the stoplight system. Clearly, yeah, I know that. I just I thought you were out there being like, all right, green, green. green. Yeah, I'm uh, like so green. <laughs> what okay. the fuck? Are you don't doing? stop. It's so green. No, uh, so fucking green. No, you don't have to mention the uh, green part. So fucking green. <laughs> you just either are green, or you have to oh, say something about fucking it. green. <laughs> Well, you know, some people have um, synesthesia and make maybe there are people who are out there like saying colors, you know, like just telling people the colors that they're making them feel in bed. That's kind of cool. Do you see colors when you come? Because I do. Um, I don't. Not all the time, but like colors. Orgasms definitely have different colors for me. Sometimes if I get into, I'm such a word person in my head, but like sometimes if I am on the right kind of drugs or just like very late at nightiness, then I can, I start seeing colors. And so, yeah. But so during that time, maybe, yeah, it's fun. I think I've, you know, like I'll tell while cuddling, I'll tell the girl like, "Mm, it's so purple right now, you know, but Mm. it's kind of fun to think of like if someone really, if you're just really in that synesthetic color place during sex for you to like tell people the colors. I don't know. I love that. That could be really cool. That could be hot. Mm -hmm. Maybe colors could be a sexual fetish. Ooh. Yeah, there's totally people who are like turned on by different shades oh, yeah. of brown or red or purple. A hundred percent. And I mean, those ladies who are like all purple. You know, there's always some old lady in the, yeah. in the city where her house is purple. She dresses in purple, and she's like famous as the purple lady. Like, yeah, that's a fetish. Yeah, you know they've got and purple dildos are already the norm, the mm-hmm. default. You know she has so you, many purple. Oh dildos. my! And how have we never thought about the purple lady's fucking sex toy collections? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we gotta find a purple lady. That should be a goal to find a guest for uh, the podcast of a, a per- one of those purple ladies. Yeah, can we ask her if about her a sex purple life. lady out there? Or if you know a purple lady, if you can, like, if you know of a purple lady, you can or a try purple to- lady, a pink lady, or a black lady. Totally. I mean, there are different colors. Purple lady just seems to be the most common. But well, no, purple and pink, I think, are the two most common. But you know, yeah. there's that one goth girl out there totally. that just has everything in black, Even and also, cooler. and I'm just thinking like the t- t- the three colors that had like the most dildo range: purple, yeah. pink, and black. Dude, you know the girl um, when she bought that dildo a few months ago, how she got that universe, that space dick, you know? Yeah. It's just so perfect. So her. It's like purple, pink, and black, basically, but just in the right proportions. So it's all dark. and It's a great dildo. It you really have the Vixen is. dildo, right? Vixen, yeah, yeah, I think so. It's yeah, the kind of dildo I have. Well, I have a, I have the Vixen skin, but y'all, it's yeah. really like there's no point in buying a cheap dildo. Just get the good ones. They're people. so nice. Dude, 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 dude. I just. <laughs> She's fucking me the other day, and you know, it's just like her boobs are perfect and her long curly hair is so fucking hot. And she's so strong, and she's fucking, and it's like, I'm telling you, like, it's like gender just dissolves when she's fucking, you know what I mean? Where I'm just like, oh yeah, like, she's, she, it's just, 
it's a long, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like, everything is just beyond, we're just people, you know? And, and I see her as this like, like call Drogo basically, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's a long hair warrior person. Uh, You know, it's like that, that's the same. It's so hot. I know. God damn it. (laughs) She is so strong. She was like, and because then I was, she was like behind me while I was coming, and then she just somehow intuits the right, like you know, sometimes when you're coming, you don't really want to get fucked right then, and sometimes you really want to get fucked right then, and sometimes you don't even know how much and how hard you might want to get fucked right then, but someone else is just like makes the decision to fuck you that hard in yeah. that momentum way, that, and you're like, God damn it, you know? <laughs> what is that, you know, like, ugh. and so. Yes, I mean that's called chemistry, you know. <laughs> it's like when you someone knows you that way and just like fucking gets it. It's mm. anyway, so good. Yeah, that's just like that's not the first time. I, it suddenly brought me back to that call Drogo thought, but I'm like, that's totally what that is. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't care if I'm a gay man or a woman for you or whatever, I a straight man or woman for me. you. You're just it's all of them. <laughs> and I was a little bit afraid when I was about to come that the universe was going to end. You know, do you ever have that where like if if the moment's too perfect, the universe might end suddenly? And so then it was like, no, I, almost, I never have that fear. Oh, well, I do a lot sometimes, <laughs> but <laughs> I, it, it was almost like <laughs> I was going to have trouble coming suddenly, like in a shy bladder type psycho. It's hard to explain, but but I had that moment. And then I so then I but then I still came because you know it's so hot. Yeah. Um, and the universe did not end, but I mean, instead I had the most powerful orgasm. I had this like, I've had this like weird thought going through my head. I don't know how to parse it out, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to try. Um, so, do you, you know, you know how like with autogonophilia, mm-hmm. the idea is that like, men just like have sexualized vaginas and want vaginas so much that they like, and then want to have a vagina. Yeah. Right. Um, same, (laughs) but it's the, the idea behind it is that you want a thing and get off to a thing so much that you man have manifest it within your like lived life. Right. Kind of right. Manifest it. You mean like the ones you get surgery? Yeah. Yeah. The idea is they're like, man, they're bringing this to be like within their own, like lived bodily reality. Um, but I've, I've been having these moments where I'm like walking around and I find myself being like ditzier than I used to be where like, um, not all the time, but like, you know, my bodily coordination's just gotten a little less mm. coordinated. I like drop things. I stumble a little bit more. I like kind of like have like quote stereotypical, like dumb girl thoughts a little more like, like <laughs> kind of, I don't know. Like, but my fear <laughs> is like, I'm really into bimbofication and yeah. like I've been reading about and have like, so you're not really trans. You're just a bimbo. <laughs> well, auto, auto bimbo. Not file. just that, but it's just like the, I, the, I wasn't, I just brought up that to give an example of like manifesting a thing within your yeah. life. Right. But I'm like, what if I've been so into like bimbo, bimbofication, which is like where a girl is like turned into a bimbo or like hypnotized in my personal favorite to be a bimbo. Yeah. And, 
like slowly becomes stupider and dumber and then only wants, you know, cock or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's super hot. I want, yeah. I, you know, I read stuff about this, like uh, yeah. it, about it from the position of being the girl, right? I don't have any desire to be some cheesy hypnotist. No. That's fucking gay. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like and there's, it's really hard to write a sexy hypnotist. Like they're all super creepy. And really? I mean, no, I'm just saying like, I think hypnotism is creepy and it, I like the idea of being hypnotized, but I, t- I've never seen a sexy hypnotist. Yeah, you know? need, well, we need to have a much higher proportion of uh, female hypnotist. or woman hypnotists because yeah. you want mommy to hypnotize you, not daddy. I don't know. I'm kind of mm, down daddy, for daddy. Could, it could, if, if done well, you know. Anywho, um, so but so I'm really into this, right? Yeah. And, and I've listened to like little hypnotic tape things, right? Sure, like erotic, sure. like instructed tapes, like where like, you know, someone's telling you how to touch yourself and what to do. Uh-huh. And like, you know, you're being like, quote, hypnotized and like... I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, what if I'm, like, manifesting this shit in my life? Like, what if, like, part of me really enjoys putting myself there mentally so much that I'm, like, now subconsciously, like, trying to become, like, this, at times, this dumb, ditzy bimbo? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, but that's, that is kind of part of what happens. That's how we all kind of shape who we are from the inside. Like, but I don't want to be a bimbo, really. Yeah, then you have to catch yourself because in anything you but do... But that just makes it hotter. That's the problem is when I catch myself being dumb, I get turned on. I'm like, oh, fuck. It was slipping you're... and like I'm like trying to hide my bimbo-ness and it's like, it's so fucking hot. Yeah, you're in a vicious cycle that you created <laughs> yeah. for yourself. Yeah. <sighs> But here's the thing is I don't know if it's a bad thing, right? If I, like, have this, like, other side to me that I, like, that does get me off that I kind of, like, try to hide but think of myself as. Mm -hmm. I think that could be a fun game to play, but it also sounds vaguely schizophrenic. Yeah, it might be a slippery slope, too, because, like, a lot of times (laughs) I think people lean into a certain little voice thing they're doing or a certain kind of, like, I'm dumb thought. You know, like, girls especially, you know, they do well in school until puberty and then all of a sudden they start getting dumb and it's like is that you know uh because you want to kind of appear that way in order to be attractive to the men um and stuff like that and so uh i think that like you can lean in or away from that you know as a feminist you should probably be careful about bimbifying yourself well that's the thing is i don't actually want to be a bimbo right and i don't actually think of myself as a bimbo but i find myself doing these things right, and then these, saying. maybe they don't no one goes into it thinking oh if i do no, a little more it, vocal fry i'll sound like a bimbo or whatever but no i mean i'm not saying like this is like a super super common thing or mm-hmm. it's just like randomly i'll be like oh i don't know i'm trying to think of like a good example where it's just like i someone asked me a question and i just kind of like answer wrong just like blatantly on purpose no like i just like fucking miss the point and get it wrong and yeah. i'm like oh and then in my head i to myself i'm like oh girl what are you what are you saying and, and mm-hmm. i'm like oh yeah i don't know it's like it's like a slight airheadedness has seeped into me somehow interesting but not frequently well you heard it here first everyone like- estrogen causes airheadedness <laughs> damn it or maybe it's the testosterone blockage. Who knows? But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. You, you try. Why don't you just see what happens if you try not to be that way? <laughs> well, here's the thing: is I don't really care that oh. much. Like, I'm, I'm not so worried about oh, this that I think wouldn't. I'm not thinking that. <laughs> 
I'm not thinking that this thing has like some sort. I didn't bring it because it has like some sort of deep hole in me, and mm-hmm. I'm worried because I'm slipping up. I've just noticed like this thing that happens to me sometimes, and mm-hmm. I had this idea of like, what if you know it is some sort of like long term sexual fantasy, like now fulfilling itself, yeah. like IRL. We do manifest things that we want on some level, you know, yeah, all but, the time. But but then you know my thought immediately goes to like. Well, if it is, is it bad? I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it's like a fun thing. I don't fun thing. Okay. We'll see if it gets more real or not, or if it just stays like a thing that randomly happens, or if it just never happens again. I had this idea um, this morning randomly while I was spooning the girl, and thought, what if we had lesbian daughters from different sperm donors. How do we feel about those two as adults falling in love and hooking up? Interesting. Yeah. Because mm. with because with lesbian sisters, like- with lesbian sisters, it still seems very creepy and gross to me. The idea again, identical lesbian twin cest hot, but Lesbian, lesbian sisters. Yeah. That seems creepy to me. Um, even you, though you can't have a baby, you know. So theoretically, that's where that would come from. But it seems grosser, just that you share genetics. I think. I think that's where it feels more to me. Because with like step people, whenever I could be like, yeah, they won't get hooked. Yeah. So I feel like if you you could just have like a dynasty <laughs> of genetically dissimilar. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that you could because like. Yeah, like if you and the girl each had a kid from a different sperm donor, they would have nothing genetically similar. But then, and could then if they both, yeah, you keep separate lines, but going down forever, you could have like a lesbian dynasty of <laughs> Ariel's and the girls. <laughs> 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 That's the ultimate lesbian fantasy, dude. <laughs> it's your daughter's fucking marriage. It's the most codependent <laughs> lesbian shit I've ever thought. Uh, I hope our daughters fall in love with each other. <laughs> and then they each, you know, send out a search throughout the land to find the new sperm donor for yeah, them each, right? Yeah, eugenics it up and just get the and make the best children. Yeah. This is also assuming that we can somehow decide that you they always have a girl. Yeah, but you can yeah. abort the boys and keep. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, abort the boys. There's first of all, there's like other witch doctory, which I mean in a very positive way, um, methods of trying to get that, and you, like vinegar and stuff that you can do to maybe influence it a little bit. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, I would love it if I could smush our genes together and make a half and half. But short of that, this is the best. This is the best. Yeah. So that's I my fucking new, love that. That's my new fantasy. Yeah. I might steal that I'll idea be, and try and write it into write a, a story. story. Yeah. That's a really great. Yeah, because the odds <laughs> of it happening in real life, ugh, I mean, I don't know. I but that is some like hot ass high fantasy Seriously. shit, right? Like you could have like a lot this of like story This is the 11th generation of, that. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Just some dynasty out there. One of your alien worlds. A listener asked us how to keep masturbating like sexy and varied. They're like, you know, like fantasize about different shit. What? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, 
I mean, I get it. No, I mean, cool. Cause like, you know, not everybody watches porn. Like if you only get off like one way and that's just kind of the way you masturbate and now you're stuck at home, you've got a lot more time to jerk off. It's uh-huh. like, fuck, how do I like branch out? Like where do I even start? I mean, I'm, for me, Stick it's just something like, in your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you explored your butt fully? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just a great place to start. Um, really, 10 out start of 10. Start at the very beginning. <laughs> very okay. Um, and my thing, too, is like, you know, jerk off in different rooms. Like, just change your setting. Yeah. And, like, mas- like um, my favorite thing to do is to, like, masturbate while I'm doing something else. So, like, uh-huh. I like watching TV and then, like, kind of, like, touching myself. Like, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Jerk off without the intention of like having an orgasm necessarily. Like just yeah. like get yourself just fucking casually. riled up watching. Mm-hmm. Like find a TV show with some hot ass people in it that you like to like. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch, you're like, oh fuck these people, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of touch yourself to it, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't know there's all sorts of things you can do to like branch out. You know, yeah, new toys. Me, you like can I'm still order toys online. True. A lot of online sex tail uh, or sex toy retailers are like still open mm-hmm. what are some new fucking toys like go find like a cool ass like independent lady owned sex shop and like order some shit i know i think True. q toys here in town is uh still selling shipping. stuff online um yeah. a lot of places are. should be an essential business if you can go to the liquor store and stand six feet away from everyone you ought to be able to go yeah. check out the dildos and right whatnot so i mean yeah new toys for me you know I always just love exploring and browsing porn. Like, mm-hmm. just there is an infinite amount out there, people. Yeah. You can always Google something new. Um, you know, find like, you know, find that new thing you didn't know you were into. Although, but I for mean, me, like, porn that I'm not in, like, usually actively turns me off. So I think that's why I don't like go exploring the way you do. I get very like, oh, I can't look at it. You know, mm-hmm. like I was trying to watch lesbian. I just clicked on, I went to Pornhub and just got their little yeah. premium thing. And I just was like, what happens if you just click on lesbian? Oh God. And it was just, uh, yeah, but I mean, horrible. I, you know, I, in like an open world, like Rome video games, like in RPGs where uh-huh. you can just like roam around. Right. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing is just to collect shit. I just love exploring. I love just like looking at the landscape and like crawling over every little crevice and like picking up everything I can pick up. Yeah. And like, that's kind of how I approach porn. Like I just, yeah. and I really do just kind of enjoy the act of exploring it yeah. and I can kind of look at it in a neutral way. Right? right. So I'm not always like, I'm here to get off. I really kind of just enjoy like, going like, what is like, what's it yeah. about? Like, let me sit and like watch this and like, Ooh, who's the person in this video? Let's go find them. It's like building a little I'm just I'm just so sensitive web. right yeah 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 but I mean you know for me it's like <sighs> I gotta I harden mean, my feet up if I wanna run on the rocks over there that's the thing you gotta, you gotta, I'm, I'm trying to think about the ways to like very masturbation up. I mean, fuck. Well, I, mean, I just, but honestly, like, yeah, either watching different porns or fantasizing about dif- something different in your head or trying out erotica. I know, was this a, a penis or a vagina person? This is a vagina person. Yeah, like, does she read erotica or are they? I don't know. Pee? I think um, it's they, and I don't know. Yeah, well, like, so check out, ch- I mean, you know, check that out if you haven't been, like, to me, that's the easiest way to um, explore stuff because it's not as like off-putting or intense or yeah, filled with the peripherals. 
I mean, you know, also instead of like making like masturbation just a thing to do, like kind of play it up. Like, you know, if you're Rose petals. Yeah, like if you're at home all day and you've got nothing else to do, it's like fucking wine and dine yourself. Mm-hmm. Like Take a fucking day, like, you know, you don't even have to be, like, super extravagant about it, but it's, like, make yourself some, like, fancy ramen. Put and up a little like, mirror fucking, at like, the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that idea. <laughs> a little mirror at the dinner table. For you know, when you're alone take a bath, hours. fucking get, smoke a joint, you mm-hmm. know, stick some shit in your ass. Stick like, some shit in your ass. At the end of the day, like, stick some shit in your And just, like, ass. take your time with yourself, you know? You're not mm-hmm. just trying to get off, like, really get use into lube. it. Use like, Use plenty get of lube. Get your lube out. You know, take a bath, maybe. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Yeah. Have you also really try, not- you know, if you want, go back to like being like a 13 year old or for me, you know, 13 or whatever, and just start putting random objects in the house inside, inside yourself. Your various holes. What mm-hmm. can you fuck in the house? Yeah. It's what haven't you fucked yet? Yeah. Can you fuck a pillow? Is there a stuffed animal you could cut a hole in and stick your dick in? That is a great option. Sacrifice a pillow and fuck some pillows. You know, I did that growing up all the time. Uh, Sneaky little holes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like bananas you could try because then you can still just peel them and eat them. I've done that before. That works well. You, cut, yeah, you, can, you can like, you need to put it in the microwave uh, for just like a few seconds and like vaguely warm it up. And then you cut the end of the banana and then you can get the insides out and like, oh, yeah, have but a you're talking about for your dick. I was talking about like sticking in your holes. Oh, yeah, for in your holes. Um, banana. I just, I know, yeah, my, yeah. a gay dude friend fucked himself with my, Bananas when he lived with me, but um, I don't. You know, I know I'm not sure whether that's a vagina fruit very much. But you put a condom on it. I mean, my parents used to keep frozen bananas in the freezer because they were all into smoothies. But I would just take them and fuck myself with them, and right. then like throw it away and say the I made a skin smoothie. Feel <laughs> <laughs> you certainly did. Um, the skin feels like feels in my mind's vagina eye to. It'd be a little bit of an issue, but I think if you put a condom on it, if not, if nothing else, yeah, and or some, and then well, I guess it's like, yeah, is there bacteria on that or whatever? Wash your banana, yeah, but I the didn't condom, think about it. yeah. Well, I'm recovering from a UTI from that um, session with a girl I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth worth every minute of pain, <laughs> um, but I do need to learn to pee right afterwards. Yeah, I mean, you know. Um... You know, if you're into it and open to it, fucking get online and just go. I mean, Ooh, I mean, to strangers, from, have I mean, sex yeah. with strangers like we used to when I was 13. Chat roulette and shit. Like, I mean, yeah, I, fun internet, stranger chatting. I still randomly will go do Dude, that. Dude, that's like, exactly what she needs to do. I, I love some strangers just telling me what to do. And I, I mean, I've made peace with the fact that like someone can probably record it, you know? Oh, yeah. I feel like when but I was like, 13, I realized I was like, yeah. oh, we're not doing privacy anymore. Oh, I, Whatever. I know for a fact there has to be video of me out there somewhere, like at all sorts of ages. Yeah. I've just been naked online for too long. Mm-hmm. That's but the yeah, pedophile's problem. You know, as long as they don't yeah. ever touch me. But uh, yeah, go online and jerk off for some strangers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whatever. Um, just t- chat to strangers. Even it's fun. Like, there's plenty of people who would have um, chatting sex with you right now. Also, now is a great time to like get into sex. erotica. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Erotica and if chatting. You're, if you're at home and you've got nothing to mm-hmm. do and you enjoy reading, Let's get this find country some reading again. Erotica. Yeah. Let's get this country reading again during the <laughs> pandemic. Even if it's just erotica, it'll get you turned on to reading in general. And then maybe I will start reading some fucking books. 
Also, you know, going the opposite direction, maybe it's time to try some orgasm denial. Maybe it's try True. time to do some chastity. Maybe it's like Ooh, that's fun. Maybe you you know dom yourself and like you don't let yourself like you know get off for so long and then you only have you know ten minutes to do whatever you can once a week or yeah, something. There you like go. That. Or say you're gonna not come until the virus whatever is fixed or however we're supposed to say this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Can I tell you some stuff from Queer News? Yes. Did you know that the other day Rebecca Black came out as queer? <laughs> Wait. This is what I, okay, I just went. Who's Rebecca Black? Friday, Friday. Oh, getting God. Down. How is she still famous? I don't understand. Um, what has happened? Anybody what is, that comes out as queer now gets put on like a queer love list. Well, but she's already somehow and famous enough like, to just Yay. be on some podcast that she came out. Because, yeah, because I just tried to Google. She you had know, a career queer after news. that. For but a bit. Why, what, did, what was she. A, what did she possibly do? I mean, she just there's made an music. album people, where people, people liked her music. Just enough to, well, apparently, yeah, I guess she, you know, cause, cause you remember that was just, she, her parents had the money to let her record an album. That was something that they were doing for rich kids or whatever. And so that was how she got yeah. into this whole thing. So the, yeah, the idea that people continued to listen to her music after that joke of a song, but anyway, yeah, so when I Googled queer news, the first thing that came up was Rebecca Black is identifying as queer. She just broke up with a, uh, a woman, some kind of long-term relationship. And so she took that opportunity to be like, yeah, I guess I'm queer. That's the word that speaks best to me. She didn't want to come out as bi or lesbian or anything, but she's queer. So there's that. And also the chick who does the voice of Moana is apparently bi. She came out as bi, not queer. I, 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 you know... I couldn't. Okay, great. Yeah, I know. I I'm know. Like, like the more this point is, the, is so fucking. I mean, good, but <laughs> this fucking is what the world is like right whatever. now. Is the point? So the Moana chick uh, came out on TikTok. There's an Eminem song where he's doing both sides of a conversation between a man and a woman talking about something, and then the chick's like, "Yeah, I was checking out the chicks too." Eminem, blah blah blah, and then the chick's like, "Yeah, I'm by whatever." So this Moana chick was um mouthing along with the song but only the girl parts and then so the little video ends on her being like yeah i'm bi yeah whatever and so that was her very cool as the article put it way of coming out to us all and um yeah so and then someone tweeted at her like hey do you like girls and she's like let me refer you to my tiktok Anyway, so those are the those are the top two stories in queer news right now. Dude, I hate it so much. <laughs> Rebecca Black is queer, and the hot Mo- hot Moana chick is bi. I mean, good, but like also, <laughs> like I don't know. I guess there's something to like you know everybody like coming out as like what they are. Mm. You know, there is a power in public coming out. But part of me is also just like. Yeah, duh, you're women. Of course you're fucking gay. That, one. And then two, it's just like, you know, like, I, I think there's also just power in not saying anything and just doing you. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're the hot wanted chick and now you're, and you just start fucking girls, people are going to notice and you just be like, right. yeah, she's bi. You and the TikTok was like pretty cool, but it's even cooler if, yeah, if you just, sometimes you're on your little TikToks, it's you and a chick or whatever, you know, yeah. like, it's not that hard to just do that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it's cute. The cute announce, TikTok. It's, the, it's not the coming out, I guess. It's like the way, the style. Because like having Anyone a chick on your TikTok would be like, just about anything would be like an announcement of itself. It's like the like 
I've got a cute thing I'm going to say. And Basically, like announcements no. are gay. Yeah, announcements are always gay. Wedding announcements, gay. All of them are gay, especially on Facebook. It's Graduation. Just, it's all yeah. so fucking gay. And especially some kind of yeah engagement thing where you went and had a photographer Ugh. with you and you dressed up in matching outfits for your contrived... I mean, it's like, good Lord, wasn't that supposed to be a romantic moment? But you have this weird fake acted out engagement with a photographer. That was the gayest shit. And that was mostly straight people yeah. doing that. Um, but yeah, all just announcements in general are gay. So coming out is, you know, like publicly as it is. No, it's not. It's not cool. I mean, come out to like your friends and shit. Be like, yeah. be like hey, y'all, I got a thing to say. But, but like you can just nowadays. I, you, I'm not, you know, used to be you needed to come out. But nowadays, like the cool thing to do is just to, you know, just to be it. Paint the picture. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, one more, the third piece of queer news is that uh, Ellen got in trouble. Oh, what'd she do? Was it the tiger picture? No. <laughs> While broadcasting her first show from the living room of her $24 million mansion yesterday, you know, so everyone's doing their shows from home right now, Ellen cracked a joke about being in quarantine that didn't land with, well, anyone. Well, we'll, we'll be the judge. Quote, this is like being in jail is what it is, she said, mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days and everyone here is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome joke. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Okay. She's been wearing the same clothes. Good point. That happens in prison. Yeah. Everyone here is gay. Yeah. She is referring to her and Portia, which is just, it's a funny thing to think about. Everyone here is gay being her and her wife. Okay. And maybe all their animals. Um, and so we're doing that. And, and then the joke is that in prison, you know, everyone fucks each other because the reality is everyone is gay and given the right circumstances, that gayness fucking comes out. Um, in a women's prison? In yeah. a women's prison, you better believe it. And in the men's prison, they get pretty fucking gay too. And yeah, there's a lot of rape that happens. And sure, you could see that as like an inappropriate joke or whatever. But I'm like, God damn, it's been so long before Ellen's told like a good joke like that. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, she's back as a stand-up, you know? And But all the faggots who are listening to her show ugh, are not there for it. So the moment the words escaped from her lips, Ellen seemed to regret them, regret saying them. Yeah, she was like, oh, fuck, I'm still on national TV just because I'm in my living room. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm still not talking to those faggots out there who can't take a joke. Because then she clapped her hands together and awkwardly pretended to laugh. Ah, the jokes that I have the jokes indeed the writer of this article the jokes come indeed period not surprisingly a backlash quickly ensued rebecca kavanaugh uh people are literally dying in jail from covid19 while ellen is out here making jokes about it retweets the ellen bit Sekmet reborn petition to stick her in an actual jail after quarantine is lifted just for a month or so so maybe she can learn something that's just hot. Yeah. like <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, let's watch the TV show, though, of Ellen yeah. in jail. <laughs> oh, please. Ellen in a women's prison. Yeah, that's the orange of the new Black Pack season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ellen. <laughs> fuck the Martha I would Stewart watch, thing. I would pay so much money I for would, that. Yeah. H, like, that needs to be, like, a pay-per-view event. Put like, Ellen in, like, a hot lady-only prison, if y'all wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> they can be, like, tough, but just, like, hotter. Like, find a hotter prisoner. Or, like, you know, route some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get some transfers? Look, if America on? is going to transform into anything after this virus, it should be a country that does that, diverts its hottest female prisoners <laughs> to a specific women's prison, and then makes Ellen go to that for making this joke. <laughs> if we're going authoritarian for a month, if, yeah. yeah, we just want one month. It's all she has. It's like a survivor type show. You got to survive that, one month in women's you prison. You can have rich men pay to stay in that prison. 
totally. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We'll solve the budget. There's like the, all the billionaires of the world are like, oh yeah, we really want to go to, <laughs> they all just get, cause you know, it's like the, a lot of rich dudes who want to get dominated by some hot lesbian chick who's going to yeah. like really, dude. Yeah, it's they just could, a giant we thing could divert you, them from their pedophile islands, get them interested in some adult women again. If it's like lesbian prisoners who are going to dominate, dominate them, the, dom the fuck that's out of them. how we cure pedophilia. That's how we cure. <laughs> we solved it. We don't have to kill all the Catholics after all. Well, how nice that we found a completely peaceful solution where no one, where plenty of people get hurt, but no one dies. <laughs> Should be pretty easy to sell. <laughs> Guys, look. Plenty of people will get hurt. Nobody dies. <laughs> That's a good mod for a, a porn company. Uh, um, so the next tweet is from Jess Pack. And this is their Twitter like display name. Jess Pack, parentheses, she, they. <laughs> Hi, um, actually, quote, quote, hi, my name is Ellen, and I'm going to make fun of the incarceration of thousands of American citizens during a global pandemic and also imply that only queer folks with an X are jailed and make it seem that being told to stay in my fucking house is like being in a cell jail and a cell in jail ward. Okay, it's not a good joke. It's it's like super pedestrian and like broad, but like, yeah, no shit. I'm sorry. There's not that nuance in there. Like. Obviously, this isn't like being in jail, but that's the joke it's everyone's the joke. grandma's it's, making. So she's going to make it because she's a fucking, the age of a grandmother. Yeah, she's making grandma jokes. But like, yeah, it's a funny juxtaposition. Sometimes we put light and heavy together in order to laugh at heavy. I, I, I don't know how to explain it to people any better, you know? And it's like, do you, I get. Okay, so let's put ourselves in the in the shoes of someone who ha is struggling with, you know, they lo they've lost someone and they can't like grieve them properly right now. And if you watch this and you think, okay, um, it's like being in prison because, you know, no, that wouldn't offend them. Okay, let's think of it as a prisoner who has the coronavirus. I feel like if I was a prisoner who had who was like worried about getting the coronavirus. And I heard Ellen say that I'm like, what the fuck? What a fucking crazy bitch! You know what I mean? <laughs> like, are you really? I, I just don't think that the people who are claim they're claiming that are getting hurt here are really, first of all, I don't know whether prisoners are, again, I need to talk to more prisoners. Um, but I would love to know if there are prisoners who are watching Ellen in her living room and then are going, <laughs> like, is that really what's happening? No, I don't they're think, pretty that, tough, I don't think that's what the people are angry at though. What are they angry I mean, at? I think it's like, I think it's like one, a largely symbolic thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, at a time like this when she has a platform and like she makes a joke that look it's 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 funny to me is it a good joke no it's not <laughs> it's more just funny that ellen made the I, joke that, but that's, that's the, what's but, funny but that's the thing it's like it, that's such a like a niche yeah. thing right and so instead of like using like that minute or whatever to tell a joke that like actually does bring like joy just be uh -huh. doing what she usually does right yeah. simple easy toss it over home plate yeah right that's this, what she this, accidentally... this was still a toss over home plate, but it was like a little bit of a curve in it at right. one point. You're like, whoa, what that was you doing? too right? much for like fucking basic ass America. And, but like, I, but I think it's basic, like a broader gesture of just America. like, you know, man, like the prisons are a problem right now. Like you, uh -huh. you of all the things you could have made a bad joke about, it was just like pretty high on the <laughs> list yeah. of the ones not It's like, are her to. writers not around to like stop that Which shit? Which I love. Look, yeah, here's exactly. thing. But that's I'm what fucking it is. here for well, it. Well, exactly, because <laughs> we like comedy. And so I think a lot of people like have no idea like how funny that she was. And like, but even, even in her stand-up career, you know, decades ago, she was cleaner most of the time. I mean, there were earlier days before even her HBO specials 
schools where she was dirtier. But then by the time she was getting any kind of like um, public attention, she had like really cleaned it up. She had to because she was gay. She was closeted. She was going to have to come out, whatever. Like it was it was already hard enough to be a woman in stand up in like, what is this, 80s, 90s, you know? And then she was gay. Like, it was a nightmare. And she had to be so fucking clean in order to get to where she's at to be with all these moms around America, to be able to be this palatable, like, to get to that place. She had to, like, just... And if you read her memoir, she can't even talk about herself. Everything became a joke to her because she had to, like, to compartmentalize everything, you know? And so then, like, for decades, all she's just, like just making everybody so happy and feel loved and whatever. And she makes one little joke that's just like a little bit back in the old kind of stand-up-y vibe of like, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, we're going delightful, Wonderful. Ellen. But these people who, and who don't know her, who have no, you know, really understanding of anything besides the little game shows and her talk, you know what I mean? Like, just like, that. no wonder they, they can't see that this is a perfectly sweet little joke. It's like, it reminds me of the Here and Now special where she starts off by being like, hey, you know, um, w- you know, yeah, whatever's going on in the world, like, we just know everyone here is here for one reason and one reason only. You're all gay. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm sorry. I just had to make one joke about one gay joke because I'm your leader. Like, it wouldn't do if I didn't make one gay joke, whatever. But this joke that she starts out with where you think we're, gonna, we're all here to laugh, instead she says, we're all gay. And so to me, it also harkens back to that where it's like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. We're all gay, by the way. Me and Portia, everyone in prison. Turns out, again, she's pointing out something. It's like, it doesn't even have to be about rape. It's like, it turns out everyone's kind of gay. That is just, I think, a universal truth. It is. Everyone's a little bit gay. Yeah, everyone's a little gay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, so... Oh, and here's Shauna Kisnick. Can we all just agree jokes about jail slash prison are just bad? Putting humans in cages is not funny. Things that happen there are not funny. And anything you're going through right now in your apartment or your fucking mansion, Ellen, is not comparable. And it's like, again, anyone who ever says, like, this topic is not funny. Okay, it's one thing to be like, rape isn't funny ever. To be like, prison isn't funny ever? You're going to take prison and jail off the table completely? That's what that person's saying. You know, prison is never funny. Nothing that happens in prison is ever funny. It's like, I don't think y'all understand how funny works. Yeah. um, Apparently nothing is funny to you, person. But like, a lot of people, it's just kind of like, you know, when Drew Michael talks about suicide jokes, it's like the people who struggle with the thoughts of suicide love his suicide jokes, you know? So maybe well, there's just, prisoners. There's just this big, I, but you know, I mean, a lot of like, sorry, I was just fucking with my hair and zoned out for a second, but a lot of people like come from this perspective of like, if you have never lived it, then you don't have like any sort of right to talk or comment about it. Right. Sure. You know, and so I think that's like, you know, why she's like, you know, you're not supposed to try and compare lived experiences, mm-hmm. you know, you, so you're not supposed to say this feels like a prison. And I think because it does that, it then becomes not funny to her. And that's why prisons are not funny because it's things that unless you're a prisoner talking about it, yeah. you can't like... But she doesn't even say that, you know. I know, but I mean, I think that's like, I think that's like her unspoken, like weird justification. Mm-hmm. 
Where yeah. it's like, I think that's like the mental moves that are happening, but she just sees like, prisons, not funny. Right. Right. It's like, yeah, but in her moral math, you need to have been a prisoner in order to make jokes about prison. Yeah. And yeah. even then you could probably, she would probably still say that like, it's, it's, taste, it's tasteless in this yeah. climate. Right. And like, that's just a moral judgment. Like if you're like, it's right. tasteless. It's like, well, that's your fucking opinion, bitch. Like, yeah. Anyway, but I just love also that our celebrities are uh, unspooling a little bit, you know, listen to Bill Maher do his real time from his, his house the other day. It's like, I don't know, guys. It's when you're making the jokes, but there's no audience there laughing. It's just kind of to dead air. Like he still kind of has the same timing and punch with, with you know, his punchlines. And but there's just no audience. And I'm like, just get a laugh track at this point. <laughs> How about podcasts with laugh tracks for these night show hosts and stuff who yeah. are just still doing these shows in their living room, having interviews, having monologues, just the same model. It's like when these stand-ups are doing the same, just doing their bits on the Zoom shows. Dude, I've done mine. I've had a blast, though. It's funny to me. I mean, it depends. Yeah, you just have to have... All it really is is just having the right attitude about it. If you just, like, you know... I, I mean, like, I... I I've just been doing like my, you know, five, six minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I've just been doing like talking about my dick stuff, but it's really been fun for me to do it to nobody. I don't know why I've liked it. Do you, do you getting, are you getting, more conversational or are you just still just doing it like you're, I'm, I don't know. I've found I can just kind of tell it exactly how I tell it on stage, but uh -huh. with the same kind of like energy. Uh -huh. I also, I'm usually, I've been getting really drunk to do these, yeah. <laughs> which is like super, but I've been getting into it, been like setting up like my little tripod and like getting a good like angle and like, it's been fun. Um, I don't know. I, but like, I, I just, cause I'm like, I'm not going to just sit and rant like, um, yeah. like, you know, I don't have anything I really want to rant about. I mean, I do kind of like rant a little bit about dead bodies. That's been my th go-to yeah. thing. Because it's like, I do think uh, the people who are going to benefit from this the most are the necrophiliacs. You know? Yeah. What's all the of the morgues being like, just like full and like all these giant mass graves with fresh bodies that are easily stolen and are untrackable. Well, and so with wood, it's 24 hours and metal, it's nine days, right? What's the um, virus life on a dead body who knows you know that's what we need to know because if you can get the timing right then the necrophiliacs will have a heyday but you gotta <laughs> i mean i think it, i think you're if you're stealing a dead body at that point you're rolling those dice or maybe you know you're uh, like one of the asymptomatics or you've already had it or whatever really you just got to find like one good body that you can preserve and use for a while mm -hmm. Well, you'd want right. the variety while it's available. I mean, true, but I'm just saying, like, if you're like me, like a germaphobic kind of mm -hmm. like paranoid, hyper, like not uh, like necrophiliac, right? Mm -hmm. It's like I'm just gonna get the one so I can make sure I like sanitize it real well. Yeah, and then fuck it for as long as it feels good. Because mm -hmm. I don't know what the wear and tear is so like. So you're on just that. kind of assuming it's gonna be easy to get a body because they're piling them up behind the hospital right now. You think like the fetuses used to be before we had to start <laughs> <laughs> giving them proper burials or whatever that was. I think it, no, you just have to mess I, 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 it has to be easier now. Um, you know, well, I looked it up so far. I mean, like the, I guess like 7,500 people or something like that die every day in the U S just in general. Like it hasn't yeah, yet gotten but, to the point where we're putting like hot, much higher numbers on the board. No, but in other countries, like in smaller European okay. countries, well, cause like, you know, like Spain had like a giant like stadium or something turned into like a morgue, like an ice rink. That's cause they need, you know, Wait, it was an ice rink. Yeah, because they needed Dead a place that could like have like yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 
the musical. <laughs> Dead body <laughs> song, guys. The coronavirus musical is about the skating rink where they had thousands of <laughs> <laughs> It just naturally uh, is an on-ice musical. But, uh, but, you know, it's like, you know, I'm sure security's tight there, but at the same time, it's just like, you're telling me, like, you know, some, you like... get a medical job right now. probably giving them away if anyone who wants to deal with the bodies. You walk in with a doctor's coat, you know, fucking, I'm yeah. sure you can steal some dead bodies You'll be right seen now. as a hero if you apply for one of these jobs dealing yeah. with those bodies, because it's like, who would want to do that? Well, <laughs> a handful of people. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Steve is the real hero here. He has been working he nonstop. All the, yeah, he just does, he doesn't even want co- any help. Set up a cot in the back. He <laughs> stays here now to Sleep make sure here. the bodies. I just really care about them, and uh, you know, really, I feel like they need somebody with them. You know, they they have nobody in this time, and I'm here to be with them. I just want their families. Really, to know true that hero. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy could really uh, be a winner in this pandemic. <laughs> That's a fucking TV show. Just him like talking to dead bodies and fucking them. them. (laughs) In the new America, it's a TV show. (laughs) Yeah. In the America, I hope rises from the ashes of this. (laughs) Oh man, that could be a good fetish. Stealing dead bodies. Mm -hmm. You don't even want to fuck them, but you just like stealing them. Why would you not want to fuck them? I don't know. I'm saying like if you're just like the middleman, like you can, yeah. I'm sure there's a market out there. You're just there. like having them and kind of watching There are decay. more people that want dead bodies than can acquire them. So yeah. they need somebody to get them for them, right? Somebody with a know-how, you know. It would be interesting to cut open a body and like look at it and stuff. No, not where I was going with that, but okay. Well, why would you want a dead body if you weren't going to fuck it is what I'm wondering, just to watch it slowly decay just, like you that just, frog? You just get a fetish from the act of like the stealing it. Like oh, you, like Winona Ridering kind of, but for dead bodies specifically. What do you mean? You know how she was just like stealing, like the act of stealing itself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you yeah. call that? Um, kleptomania. Kleptomania, yeah. Yeah, but but specifically for your dead bodies. Necro- like you like kleptomania. Yeah, necrokleptomania. Nice. You like, because it's, there's something about, you know, it's not, it's a body. It's like, what's your f- moral philosophical idea about what happens to somebody after death? Are you like taking mm-hmm. their body and like, then, you know, you're transporting it, you're stealing a human. Like, it across the river sticks. There's yeah. just some schizophrenic with a pond in his backyard. Who <laughs> feels like he needs to take dead bodies over it. Like the Mormons and their baptisms. But, uh, who knows how effective this is. My acne system, my dumbass system, like gonna smoke a blunt and then put smoke the mask a blunt back and put on. it back on. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, it is because it's like the particle air particles could. Con- they say it's more from sneezing and coughing, which I do a lot. You do a lot. That's true. You know, I'm wearing it more for me than not giving it to other people because it's like I sneeze and cough like a yeah. motherfucker, like allergies all the time. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it is kind of fun when you burp and your breakfast stays around in your little. Mm-hmm. But yeah, stealing dead bodies. I could get into it. I would love to. I would love to watch like a, like an Ocean's Eleven style movie with like thieving of dead bodies. Though I think that would be awesome. Yeah, you want there to be some greater purpose that they're working toward, not just no the I numbers. Just think, I just I just think really they need to have something they want to do with the bodies. It seems like something organized crime would be involved with, like stealing dead bodies for necrophiliacs. You know. Oh yeah, just getting them to the necrophilia. So we yeah. had like a, an efficient supply chain where we could get the dead bodies quickly across the world or country, whatever. Yeah. To the right hands, you know, who really want it. As a utilitarian, I'm all for it. Job creation, as well as people getting to fight, and they're just they're dead, dead bodies. bodies. 
no, but you should be able, you know, it's like you should choose whether you want to sell the rights to your dead body. That's all. I know. I think that it should. Yeah. Why isn't that a thing? I guess people say it might be like a sanitization, like a health mm, thing, but it's like, come on, FDA man. Like it. within like regular, there should regulate be some way to it, regulate yeah. it. Right. You just regulate it. Look, yeah. Take my death. Like, it's like, if you want to fuck my body at, you know, whatever yeah. age, but then I guess the problem is, is like, if you can sell your dead body, then there's incentive to murder. Yeah. There's that. And then it's also, there is a level of like, yeah, you might be okay with your dead body getting fucked, but maybe your wife isn't, your husband isn't, your mom isn't, <laughs> she's still alive, you know? And, and it's just like, it's, you gotta be a team player about it and not just take the money because you don't care about your de- dead body. Like it, it does bother other people. Do you think their mom's getting dead railed. body getting railed by some <laughs> fucking fat neurophiliac in the mountains somewhere, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But boy, what an economy. It would be a pretty cool universe if everyone <laughs> could be fine with it. But um, yeah. But I think I think the necrophiliacs are going to come out on top on this one. A few of them who are... Um, I mean, I think there are going to be a lot of first timers, you know, like people who like have thought about it for a while. They see the surplus and they're like, I could steal a dead body. Yeah, there, <laughs> there's so many dead bodies it's that they're like... like I mean, it's... It's like a sign. I'm yeah. supposed to try. I've been thinking about it for years, and then God just puts me in this position <laughs> where I have all these dead bodies. <laughs> they applied for that job a month ago when they realized it was going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. This has been a hoo-ha-ha podcast.